0: Alright, what's up Fantasy Gamers? Welcome back to the Fantasy 247 Podcast. Chad White here with you today. Check me out on Twitter at ChadW underscore FF. Uh, Kind of an unscripted episode, wanted to go off, talk about a few things today. Obviously a lot going on, about two days away from NFL kickoff, couldn't be more excited. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of training camp news, got some depth charts getting released today, just seen the Steelers depth chart, Deontay Johnson's very intriguing, Juju, got uh, a lot of buzz going around about Eric Ebron, they only kept five receivers in Pittsburgh, so could very likely see Ebron kind of moved around as a chess piece is what they've said and specifically in the red zone, which, you know. Money touches. He was real good there two years ago. Caught 13 touchdowns and only played 11 games last year. Caught three, but a very interesting player. Still a pretty young guy. If I'm not mistaken, he's only about 25, 26 years old. Been in the league four or five years. Came in really young. Uh, like I said, I, I'm taking flyers on him everywhere. I actually picked him up for in the offseason for uh, this is before all the buzz, but a 21 uh, fourth round pick and a uh, 14 team half point ppr league so i love the value there i already had a couple tight ends i was comfortable with but you know you see a good opportunity you just got to take it uh some more teams we want to talk about uh the bears so, you know they, they just released their depth chart as well and hey, cordell patterson listed at wide receiver even though he's been working with the running backs i was really hoping to see him i'm sure he'll get a little run at both but i uh, like to see them manufacturing some touches back there in that backfield somehow. He's an electric player, all-pro returner last year, so we just need to get the ball in his hands in space any way you can. A lot, a lot of interesting uh, storylines going on. The 49ers out there, the running back situation. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's looking really good. I heard he's damn near being uncoverable by the linebackers. <coughs> Looks bulked up. Maybe that'll help him uh, with his health. Uh, still got uh, Raheem Moster. They did cut to Michael Hasty, the, the undrafted free agent. Also have Tevin Coleman there. This could be a bit muddy. You also got Goosecheck, who could vulture some some touchdowns and some touches. Uh, the wide receivers is what's going to be interesting to me. Looking like Debo's going to be back, which is awesome. You know, big Carolina fan. I Love Debo. Excited to see him in his sophomore campaign. an Electric playmaker, especially with the ball in his hands. Uh, Jalen Hurd, that one's gut-wrenching. Put a lot of faith in Jalen Hurd this year. Actually, the day before he tore his ACL, I traded a... (coughs) I traded Deontay Johnson (coughs) for Jalen Jalen Hurd in a third-round pick. Uh, I was pretty loaded at receiver on that team, and I was really looking for that upside. Uh, Big Jalen Hurd fan, you know. Obviously, it didn't work out. Next day, Hurd tears his ACL, you know, so... Sometimes, you know, the sometimes it just don't work out for you. Hopefully Her can get back healthy and get back out there. I think he's a hell of a player. Uh Kittle should see a lot of targets here. Jordan Reed's been looking real good as the second tight end out there. Uh real possibility he sees some targets with as much as the the receivers have gotten injured. Uh the rookie Ayuk, he's been out, been hurt, been missing some camp. Uh they've been running Trent Taylor and He's also been out a little bit, but Kendrick Bourne is one I'm looking for, especially early on the year. First couple of games, be a big contributor. <coughs> but uh, hopefully that uh, that offense can tick it up a little bit this year and maybe get some short fields by that defense and you know, score a few more points, even though they were pretty effective last year. Uh, my Panthers... Uh, they opened up a uh, CMC. It looks like they cut Reggie Bonifant, so if you're looking for the handcuff for Christian McCaffrey, it's appearing like it's going to be Mike Davis, another Carolina alum. Mike's, Mike's pretty versatile back, Uh, kind of a bigger guy. He's got a little wiggle to him, catch the ball in the backfield. So if anything were to happen with uh Christian McCaffrey, I expect Mike to take over quite a large workload. They got Trenton Cannon there too. I'm sure he'll he'll absorb some work, but uh yeah, Mike Davis definitely the uh, the handcuff to own there. Uh DJ Curtis and Robbie at receiver. Uh is, you know, obviously DJ is my number one guys. I'm real curious to see what's gonna happen. Who who shakes out second targets between well besides uh, McCaffrey and more. Who's second targets? Between Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel, I personally am a believer in Curtis Samuel. I think he deserves touches. You know, he's been kind of hampered by poor quarterback play the last two years, really. A uh, guy gets open, and it uh, makes plays. Just to be such a smaller guy is a hell of a red zone threat. I mean, he, he's a playmaker. Just need to need to put him in position to make plays. <clears throat> And uh, who else we got? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, yeah, they came back with uh, Todd Gurley. We got Julio, Russell. Some reason they, they cut Laqu- Laquan Treadwell yesterday. I was in, kind of intrigued by. Thought they would hang on to him. Maybe he's not such a special teams contributor. Uh, a few other things. Uh, seen the Lynn Bowden news. Got traded to Miami. Obviously, just wasn't a fit. They cut their losses. Uh, it, everybody laughs at it, but it takes a lot to know you're gonna get laughed at, and just cut your losses and maybe get get something back for it. Uh, uh apparently they didn't brought they cut Theo Riddick, and then then they brought in Darian Gubale from Tampa Bay who was cut. So, yeah, was, I'm just, I love Josh Jacobs. He's such a good player. I really just hope they. They feed him the ball in the passing game. I at least like to see 60, 70 targets. I know it's probably not going to happen, but uh, one can hope, right? You know, he deserves it as uh, kind of his profile coming out. Still don't really understand why they don't use him that way, but you know, we'll we'll see how that shakes out out there. The receivers look pretty interesting as well. Nobody really knows how it's going to how the target share is going to go. We got. I assume Darren Waller will probably be. First in line for targets, and if I had to guess, it would be Brian, then Ruggs, and then Renfro. Uh, I'm I'm assuming they're going to start Ruggs out wide. I was hoping he'd get down in the slot, but with Tyrell Williams getting put on IR, I guess he's going to bump out wide, Brian bump out wide, and Renfro in the slot. But uh, we'll see how that all pans out and plays out. like Rogues and Brian. And Derek Carr's been underrated. He's nothing flashy about him. He's also not really had any weapons the last few years, you know, he's but he's been consistently in there. He's he's a plug and play guy. Uh, I figured he wouldn't uh, make it, but uh, apparently they wanted they wanted that two down thumper in Darrell, and he'll I guess he'll spell in there and help on the early down work. And Darwin's sort of a C eight type player, kind of a hybrid. He can run 20 tackles a little bit, but best suited to be out in space. In Kansas City, there's plenty of. Uh, Tyreek, Miko Harbin, see what he's going to do this year. You got Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins. I uh, really like to see Miko take a step forward this year. Got offered a trade for him the other day, which I declined. But it was they wanted Brian in return. I just, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Big, big time Brian Edwards fan, but really see what, see how this wide receiver will shake out. Restructured Sammy and brought him back. So had a great uh, postseason Super Bowl. He was fantastic. Week one last year, he had three touchdowns and almost 200 yards. So. Never know with Sammy, but <clears throat> we'll see how if he can improve on that consistency, and we'll see uh, if Michael Harmon can warrant a few more touches this year. Uh, we'll see here. <clears throat> the the, whew, the Philadelphia Eagles with. Uh, Miles Sanders, you know, he was coming week to week, but they ended up uh cutting uh, Michael Warren, and they only kept three running backs: uh, Boston Scott, it's more of a third-down kind of back, and then they kept Corey Clement, who didn't play last year. A Super Bowl hero, good player. I always thought he was a good player. I've actually rostered him everywhere I possibly could as. Well. Called it week to week. I think they're just being precautionary. I expect him to be back. But if he's not, yeah, I would definitely be looking to pick up Corey Clement. Uh, especially, uh, Carson Wentz, report come out today. He's looking healthy, ready to go. So, yeah, I'd certainly be looking at Clement. Alshon wasn't put on IR. So, apparently, they expect him to be back uh, before week seven, apparently. He uh, sort of reminds me of an A.J. Green situation last year where he never actually hit the IR and kept on saying he was coming back. We'll see, uh, big Alshon fan, again, uh, Carolina alone. But uh, as far as the rest of the receivers, I hated to see Jalen go down, especially on a tackling somebody on an interception in practice. That makes no sense. But it sucked to see him go down, so I mean, you're really dealing with – I mean, not a whole lot. You got Deshaun Jackson, thirty-three-year-old Deshaun Jackson, starting out wide. You got Greg Ward, which I'm really expecting because I was thinking uh, God, Goddard was going to take a take a little step back this year because they're going to get a few more receivers in. Urch is still going to get his work, you know. They kind of had to use him, and well, not just because of necessity. He's a very good player, but they kind of ran out of receivers last year, so. But I expect him to be heavy twelve personnel, especially early on. And this like this, I said I think God is gonna I think it's gonna be pretty good, at least for the first half of the year. I I mean if you start too tight in these, I wouldn't, you know I wouldn't hesitate at all to you know, back in tight end one, you know, tight end two. There's a lot of a lot of flyer guys this year with a lot of upside, like John o. Smith, Ian Thomas, you know, later later guys, Logan Thomas, damn Guys you can kind of take a stab at that may do something, you know. Uh, there's a few other guys I'm leaving out, but, yeah, it's, it's a little deeper this year, so we'll see how how that goes. But, yeah, I like, like Goddard, especially early on in the year. Uh, hopefully they can get Alshine back soon, and uh, we'll see what uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside has done. It's, apparently he's looked pretty good in camp. You know, take that for what it's worth. But we'll We'll see how the wide receivers shake out down there. Uh, also notice the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their depth chart was released today. And, actually, their first depth chart on offense was in 12 personnel. So, a lot of people fading O.J. Howard this year. I love O.J. Howard. Loved him coming out. Took him seventh overall in the rookie draft. A uh, huge fan of him. Big, athletic, fast, talented. And been productive when he's been given a chance. Uh, he was well on his way to break out. And some reason, whatever it was, Bruce... <laughs> Bruce Arians just didn't really use him that much last year. But again, he's having a strong camp. Uh, him and Rob are listed as 1-2 on the depth chart with Chris and, and Mike out wide. Brady in the backfield. And uh, you got Rojo. The backfield's a mess finish up the receivers first uh everybody's been talking about that third receiver spot scotty miller justin watson uh kid from minnesota tyler johnson which to me is i i haven't rushed out anywhere to pick up scotty miller or justin watson uh like i said that i had a big feeling they were going to run a lot of 12 personnel just in general anyway and they that first depth chart coming out i mean it they're going to be running, running a lot of 12, so I, I don't think that third receiver is going to be on the field all that much, to be completely honest. So it, for me, it doesn't particularly matter. I I mean, I'd like to see him, you know, st- stick somebody out wide. Uh, Watson put uh, Mike out wide and leave Chris Godwin down there and slide personally, but if they're going to run three wide, I, but, you know. That's just me, you know. They they apparently like Scotty Miller, so I guess they'll bump Godwin outside and Mike, and then put Scotty in the slot when they do go to three wide receiver sets. But again, no preseason games, no nothing like that. So none, of, all is basically just pure speculation. So we'll we'll monitor that and see where that goes. Uh, just a f- few more teams. I don't want to feel like I'm forgetting a few of them. Uh let's see here. The Cowboys, uh wanted to speak about them for a little bit. I've been hearing Tony Power. might get a little work. Oh excuse me, I meant to discuss the Tampa before I move. running back and he fell a little bit so I tried to resist getting in there to take him but as soon as he started falling a little bit I, and I really needed the second running back get into drafting for need instead of just sitting back and taking your best player available or which just cost me so but that's you live and you learn in Dynasty huh? I tried to resist but I couldn't but anyway the the I don't. Know, it's just a messy situation. I, I fully expect Leonard Fournette to come in and sooner rather than later. I mean, take over the majority of the work. I would imagine he'll handle sixty to seventy percent of the early down work. And I don't think he's always coming off the field on third downs. Shady's. I don't really see much left in Shady. I, I assume they would cut him. I, and I love Shady, but you know, yeah. time has come. He, you know, put a pass in to make some plays this year. It's a dynamic offense. You know, he made some plays last year, but, yeah, it was, I was, yeah. They would have got rid of Shady and just kept Rojo and and uh, Leonard and Keyshawn. That way we could have. I don't know. It kind of would have cleared it up a little bit more for me because I don't think Keyshawn's going to play this much early, so you just split and work between two guys. And that would you know would have been a lot, a lot easier to predict. Roles. Who's who's getting the goal line work? Catching out of the backfield. Good little player talking about getting him some more touches this year. So don't necessarily mean, they mean Zeke's coming off the field more. They might put them both on the field at the same time. Uh love the receivers. Uh not real sure what the make of who <laughs> who's gonna <laughs> uh, I assume we will leave the team in targets, uh, C D and Michael Gall. It's basically three wide receiver ones. three tremendous receivers. I d I don't know if they cannibalize each other and we <laughs> have to wait till maybe next year to truly has been having a, a good camp, good offseason. A lot of people have been hyping him up. Another one of them tight end sleepers I was talking about earlier. With the depth there. And uh interested to see what Dak does this year. Had a really good year last year. You know, the pressure's on. Playing for that contract. So we'll we'll see how he comes out and performs this year. <clears throat> Losing a little bit on the the offensive line. And the boy Tayson witten has gone and I expect Dak to be right back near the same numbers, but we'll, we'll see how uh, the uh, situation plays out. That's pretty much it. There's, of course, there's some other things I'm probably missing. I'm trying to keep it to about 20 minutes. Uh, again, it's unscripted, so I probably missed a few things, a few important things.